0: Girls, you know what time it is. It's time for Deadbeat Radio. We're back here on Stage Diver Network with uh, our, our first. We're going to try something a little different today, so hang tight, be uh, patient, and uh, we'll get through this one at a time, step by step. We have a lovely guest with us today, and I cannot wait to see how this goes. Our first Skype in guest, Mr. Kirk Keller, our biggest fan, our fellow Deadbeat. A beard, even I admire, all the way from Montgomery, Alabama. Say hi, Kurt. Hey, y'all. Hey, I appreciate y'all. That.
1: Appreciate being here. Appreciate you guys taking the effort to make sure I could get on here.
0: Dude, there's no way we wouldn't. After all the dedication you've been and the, the 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 way you've let us, you know, play and make jokes about you being our only listener. There's just no way that I I wouldn't have had the first Skype be you.
1: I appreciate that. I always look forward to getting called out. To be honest with you. I will say, though, it's not what I pictured in my head.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah? Oh, you don't get to see the good stuff. At some point, we'll spin the computer and uh, show you a 360. Uh, See, you're actually facing my ugly mug. I'm looking at sweet tits and ass. (laughs) Yeah, one half of the wall is black and white nude portraits. Nice. Yeah, yeah, with well, that, we sh- okay, Terry. Going forward with Skype guests, uh-huh. I think we should ask them if they want the setup and maybe do yeah, the other true. chair and let them look. I think you guys should have a choice uh, whether you want the green curtain or you want the meat curtain. I think you should get a choice. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, maybe next time we'll be we'll prepare for it, right? Guests, so we can, right.
0: Uh, and as everybody hears, the man behind the boards, the man who makes it happen, the wonderful Terry Snow. So, what's up, guys? Is Terry what you pictured, by the way? not at all not at all not at all not at all okay okay
1: in like a very clean cut young man
0: uh internally that would be correct internally <laughs> that would be correct
1: yeah, like uh, khakis and a button-up or something
0: nah bro no nah, nah. i've never seen that i can't picture that I, even when he was working on like a, a major hollywood studio movie it was never khakis and button-up and so no i nah, can't do it <laughs> so uh uh anyway dude it is so great to have you um it's been a while since I've actually got to see you face to face. We've oddly enough of all the Deadbeats, I feel the most kindred spirit with you, but I've spent the least time with you. So, this is exciting for me cuz I'm going to get to answer who is this guy that I love so much. So.
1: Yeah, I will agree with that. I'm ex- I agree with that exact same sentiment. I think about that every time I listen to the show.
0: Awesome, dude. Awesome. I feel like yeah. in the Motley Crew of Deadbeats, you are the Nikki Six to my Tommy Lee. I feel like we would be the two that would end up getting caught off the tour bus doing some stupid shit together.
1: Well, I've never done heroin, but I'll take
0: it. <laughs> I haven't either. I've never, uh, I've never done any hard drug to be honest. I've never done coke. I've never done heroin. Nope. So none, none of, of that. that. Uh, again, I like uh, to imbibe a little marijuana's, and uh, I had some psychedelic moments back in my day, but uh, I don't think I could do that again if I wanted to.
1: Oh, I don't touch that stuff anymore.
0: No, no, no. I'm afraid of the dark side.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't smoke weed that much anymore like I used to. But no, definitely not, Alex.
0: But you're a bigger drinker than I am. I think I'm not a much of a drinker at all. Like if I have a beer or maybe two at a show, I'm done. But uh, and, and I'm not saying like you're drunk, but I think you're a, a bigger drinker than I am because I'm not a big drinker at all.
1: Oh, all my beers are lined up, ready
0: to go. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. I have, I, I did bring a little Angry Orchard into the studio. <laughs> Again, I'm a bit of a girl, uh, so I did bring a little uh, uh, beverage. Uh, so. Uh, and this one's for you, again in spirit, if nothing else. So, uh, but anyway, man, so glad to have you. I got so much I want to get into. Uh, but as always, we like to pull, you know, some out of the headlines and, and kind of get an idea of where you're going. And you seem to be on track with a lot of uh, philosophies that we share here at Deadbeat Radio. It's almost like you're a deadbeat or something. Uh, <laughs> but um, what, uh, what what's your take on this whole Chris Hardwick thing? Have you followed any of that?
1: Um. That's complicated because that's such a touchy subject. That's why. I mean, I think it – I don't know how to say this right. Uh, I think he did the right thing by backing away from everything Mm -hmm. and just being like, I need to handle this. And I think everybody that uh, (coughs) he was for did the same. But uh, on the other side of that, without knowing 100% because none of us were there. Exactly. I'm not discrediting her at all. I think you should believe that 100, percent but still, I don't know. Well, I don't have. A, I don't. I'm not. A, it's weird to me. So
0: here's my Just thought on a, it. Like I always
1: say with stuff like this, I'm a straight white man.
0: Like <laughs> it's almost embarrassing to have an opinion.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I guess you could say embarrassing, but yeah, like it's like who Shame. am I to have an opinion? On something I'm not going to go through.
0: Well, and you know, I agree with that. But here's here's I typically take it as. I may not be involved, but it's okay for me to have an opinion. The line for me is drawn when I force my opinion on you, and I have way less say than you because I'm not involved. But I can have an opinion, and I think that's okay. And for people that don't know, real quick, um, Chris Hardwick, famous comedian, um, most, I think... People know him from The Talking Dead. I think that's his biggest thing. Or singled out, depending or, on your or age. Or Nerdist. You know. um, well, yeah. Nerdist, uh, that's what I was about to say. Um, I think it's fair to say pioneer in the podcasting world. Nerdist for sure, for brought sure. a lot of podcasts. He wasn't the first, but he brought a lot of podcasts to mainstream um, people. Um, was uh, accused by ex-girlfriend, what's her name? Dykstra, Chloe Dykstra.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, accused of uh, um, assault and um, uh, abuse and I think some sexual issues. So obviously the Me Ta- Too flag goes up right away. And um, here's my thought on it. And this is where I'm torn as well. I think, um, first off, uh, uh, caveats in any conversation of this nature need to be one. Rape is fucked up in every form. Abuse is fucked up in every form. There's no gray. It's black and white. Those are fucked up things. Falsely accusing someone of the same is fucked up. No gray area. Black and white. Just so neither side extremity doing it or falsely accusing are accepted in any way.
1: Well, to that point, you have a uh, the the former WWE wrestler Enzo Amore. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't necessarily true.
0: Exactly, and I think those tie in together with my thought. Um, I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, here's another example. Um, I think less mainstream, probably known, but same thing. Professional wrestler had a very similar issue, and they went through a very similar road. So first off, the minute you accuse somebody of abuse or rape, stop what you're doing listen, right? You have the right to be heard instantly, and you have the right to be given uh, Mm -hmm. a shadow of a doubt based on your history credibility if this is the fifth time you've done it you've been proven wrong every time all right we're crying wolf we're stop listening to you okay you you're actually the exception at this point but in typical if somebody cries abuse rape inter- listen investigate right away if somebody says i didn't do it i think they deserve a similar uh uh respect all right well let's investigate who's got the credibility who's got what's up but i think uh, that doesn't negate the other I think giving both sides is fair and doesn't negate. We're not saying, hey, I'm not listening to you. I just want to hear his side too. Yeah, exactly. I falsely was accused of a crime, went to jail, falsely accused of a crime, and spent time behind bars and ended up having to do two years probation and pay a shit ton of money. Lost my apartment because my bail ended up coming out of my rent based on a crime I did not commit. So I understand the false accused, but again— Go ahead.
1: Well, even on the with the Chris Hardwick thing, I I uh, read something like a week or so ago that said a few of his former um, uh, girlfriends, they're like, No, nah, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound like the guy I okay. was with. Back Not up. saying he didn't do it, I'm saying That is to the point that you're making both sides need to be listened
0: to. Exactly. And I want to back up and say, I don't know if it's true or not. I'm speaking purely in hypotheticals. Anything I say is a pure hypothetical. Um, Don't write the show and hate me because I brought up, you know, a story and talked about it. All hypotheticals. Don't know if he did. Don't know if he didn't. Don't care. We're talking pure hypotheticals and principles here. So, again, he... Claims to not have done it, seems to have proven that he has the better credibility from what I've heard. Um, And so, but he was again fired, removed from um, the the website he created, even though somebody else knew owns it. He was still, you know, Colonel Sanders, even though you don't fry chicken anymore, you're still on the goddamn sign. And that's where he was with that company. Um, Fired everywhere, instantly hated, and then proven potentially, hey, I didn't do this. So, How do we find that balance? How do we get to the point where we can validate the claim and give some trust to uh, the other person to prove, hey, did you do this? No, fucking let's prove it. Where were you? What's up? I'm not saying you don't go after them the same way you would go under any criminal. Again, I was accused. Did I do it? No, but they came after me. And that's just the system, and I get that. So I'm not saying go, hey, man, um, your ex-girlfriend had some nasty things to say are they true no okay goodbye i'm talking a police investigation but again i think before you get fired before you get removed from the website hey how about giving me my day in court man you want to burn me at the stake when it's done um fine uh but but at least you know and i'm not talking about a roseanne racist tweet there's no there's you know there's no jury on that that was fact right away you did that there was no investigation needed and again, right or wrong, you got the right. It's a job. Guess what? We all get lose them sometimes. Yep. So I think it's a big difference there. You, uh,
2: you got to think about the company. Their stock's losing money every day yeah, that someone's not fired for. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like yeah. He's losing Just. Uh, the company's losing stock every day that Chris Hardwick still has a job. Yeah,
0: But uh, seeing the thing there is, is again, with the difference in that versus Roseanne, Roseanne, there was no jury needed. She did it. It was right there. It happened. We all saw it live time. With Chris Hardwick, none of us were in the bedroom. None of us were behind the four walls. None of us saw it. So again, that give me my day in court. You want to put me on suspended leave like a cop? You know, fine. Don't pay me. Okay, got it. But hey, about hey, when I prove this, I get to come back. Just like a cop on suspension for shooting somebody. Right or wrong, Give him his day in court, investigate it, and then if he didn't do it, fucking give him his job back.
1: Yeah, I do think it's good to to uh, maybe not getting fired, but to step down and yeah, I've got to handle my shit. This is bad. I don't, I don't. This, I know this doesn't look good on you guys, but this definitely doesn't look good on me. I need to see if they didn't do it. I yeah, need to go handle. I don't see anything wrong with stepping down. No. Enzo Amore, on the other hand, that that was more backstage heat. Not that allegations what set it off, I think.
2: Well, he was already hated, so all anybody needed was an excuse, you know what I mean?
1: I I never hated Enzo, I loved
0: it. I did too. To me, he was a throwback to old school character gimmick, and I loved it.
1: Put him as a manager... Don't make him a wrestler. Oh, he's awful, re-
0: terrible wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's so great on the mic. He's yeah. so good on the mic. Now, with with both cases, I think something's funny too. Um, and this is more of the social backlash, the the court of public opinion. I know you saw it. A ton of comics the minute it got announced. Fuck you, Chris Hardwick. Fuck you. Fuck this. And it's like, hey guys, really? You know, yeah. like you can go unfollow him on Facebook. You can stop following on Instagram. You can stop watching his things. But again, when his court date's over and he's proven guilty or innocent, then make a decision. Don't just jump on the bandwagon of hate. Yeah,
1: don't, don't burn a witch at the stake before she has a chance to float.
0: Or- I love it. That's a good point. That is beautiful. I love it.
2: But it's always too late for that. It's already yeah. tainted. Nobody wants to touch someone, even if they are um, exonerated. Like yeah. Was
0: Enzo exonerated? Uh, I think so. In the same way Chris Hardwick was, he came yeah. up with something that boosted his credibility. I don't think anything can be proven yet. Is that not correct? Yeah. I think,
1: at least with Enzo, it, I think it was more so on her credibility and her path <laughs> is what got him out of that.
0: Some stereotypical, I want you back text and stuff, right?
1: Uh. Yeah, it's either that or uh, just trying to um, discredit somebody with wealth mm. in order to get some wealth.
0: It happened. Um, I know I'm a little older than you are, but um, Michael Jackson and Billy Jean, if you know the story there, um, This woman said, hey, this is your baby. And he was not Michael Jackson megastar famous, but he was still, you know, Jackson 5, you know, off the wall and shit like that famous. And he proved in court it wasn't his baby and then wrote Billie Jean. You know, the the kid is not my son. So, yeah, I mean, they tried that years ago. But with social media now, Mm -hmm. the wildfire spreads so much quicker and so much brighter.
1: Maybe it takes two seconds and then it's everywhere. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that about Billie Jean. I thought Billie Jean was about that movie about Billie Jean.
0: No, the punk movie? No, 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 uh, But yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson was accused, and uh, that's, when he, that's what the song's about. That's why the, son, the, the kid is not my son. She's, I'm, I, she says that I'm, uh, what is it, because I'm not the one. But yeah, that's if you go back and listen to it now, it'll all make sense.
1: Oh, it's my least favorite Michael Jackson song. Oh, uh, Really? Yeah. So, what I, is your
0: favorite? Where Where do you go? Pyt. Uh, like
1: Billy Jean. I don't like black and white. I don't like uh, Rock with You. Um, I don't like pretty much most of the singles. Off the Wall. <laughs> my favorite Michael Jackson album
0: it is good. Um,
1: Blame It on the Boogie is probably my favorite. Okay. I think, I think that's a Jackson song, actually.
0: I I I would go Jackson Five for my favorite stuff, but out of the solo stuff. <laughs> I do love Billy Jean, man. The bass is fantastic. Boom, Just I love that. I love that. But okay, so let's 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 move into music here. I, I found out not too long back you work at a big box music retailer. You sell guitars and stuff, right?
1: Uh I do work at a giant music retailer. Yes. But um I work in the back.
0: Oh, what's in the back?
1: All the guitars that the sales guys have to sell. I'm the operations manager. Oh. I make sure that uh, the sales guys are able to do their job.
0: Got it. But did you start with the sales and work your way up? Nope.
1: I st- I uh I spent 33 half my life in retail. Okay. So not playing an instrument, I got a job at a music store just by being good at retail.
0: I don't that's oh, not hard. I, I that's I tell people that all the time. I'm not a gamer. I work at a video game store. You know, I I I play, but nothing hardcore. Um, yeah. Once you have the skills, product is just a, a case of learning.
1: Well, see. That's that's what I was when I worked at Lowe's. I was taught if you can read faster than the customer, you're a good salesman.
0: That is and brilliant. Stop, stop. I'm writing that down. No, 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 no. That is that is brilliant because I have a very similar philosophy with a much wordier, not as cool uh, name to it. That is genius. Uh, I'm really writing that down for people at, at home reading. Uh, I am really, truly writing that down. That's brilliant. Um, give me, give that to me one more time and slow because I'm stupid.
1: Uh, If you can read faster than the customer, then you're a
0: good salesman. Oh, genius. So good. Because I always tell people, um, if you have the skill, um, what I typically do, like if you don't know about something, um, I hear the customers come in and they talk about it, and they go, yeah. "Yeah, man, this is great. This is the one with this, 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 this." And I may be an idiot to that customer, but the next customer, I turn around and go, "Oh yeah, man, this one has this, 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 and this," and he thinks I know that from my heart, and I literally just mimicked it like a goddamn parrot from the uh, the the snob who was in here right before then. I, I
1: also really like to uh, bullshit.
0: Yes, me too.
1: Uh, like a customer will ask me, "What kind of strings? What kind of acoustic strings should I get?" And I'll just I have this one set. I'm like these. These are what we put on all our guitars.
0: Yeah, nice. So you don't play anything?
1: I mean I can play guitar, but no, I don't play guitar. But you're not
0: play. a quote unquote guitar player. No, not at all. Really? See I, I was I did not see I'm learning. I, I was hoping you were, so we could talk like gear and nerd shit. Like but do you know the product? I mean like you know gear even if you don't play.
1: I can't tell you any specific uh, uh, specs about it, but I can talk to you about it. Got it. Too, it. Or- so you
0: speak the language semi well, like you know enough Spanish that if you went to Cancun, you could get by. Is that about it? But you're I'd not ask fluent.
1: As for a beer and where the bathroom was.
0: Got it. So okay. So I see. I'm an I'm a, I'm a old school player. I don't play anymore. Um, I used to be actually in a three piece like stoner rock Sabbath cover band. Yeah, and I used to play bass and sing, um, and and Terry's actually uh, working on getting some of uh, the old tracks from the band as the intro and outro music for the show. So eventually, the theme music you'll be hearing will be me singing and playing bass. <laughs> and uh, I pawned or sold everything I've owned over the last you know ten years with kids and divorces and you know living in my car and comedy and whatnot. Yeah. i don't play anymore and uh but this uh last year with our taxes my wife knows i'm pathetic human and want uh I, i'm a, a mouse who just wants a piece of cheese and she said sure. you know what why don't you take a little chunk of the taxes and go buy yourself a guitar that'll be that'll be you something you could do so i got excited i bought me a new telly i'm on the hunt for a new amp uh so i'm a gearhead i love that shit uh, i I'm, I'm a snob too when we were looking on like um just all these different websites and, and and again places like your employer i don't want to say the name just in case but anyway uh where where you're at um she was like what about this and i was like no no, no! it's got to have a three barrel saddle and it's got to have this particular setup and no no no, that's got a maple neck and she's like what 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 are you talking about yeah and See, that,
1: those are the customers i would not be able to deal with i was like yeah it it makes guitar noises man it looks cool, but I can also I can also distinguish between like okay, what kind of music you're playing? What kind of music are you playing? Got uh, it. Blue, pool go maybe this route. You're playing country music, maybe go this this route, and it's more so like where are you playing? How much money do you want to spend? And, and the, the biggest question in Montgomery is: Are you playing at church?
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah, the majority of our business is churches.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because they have those big praise bands. Yeah. See, I, I grew up a little more traditional Southern Baptist, so that's still weird to me. Um, but uh, uh, I, I get it. I've been to some of those churches. I think that'd be a great gig. I really do. Like, I think that'd be awesome. Just like, all right, I'm here. What do we got? I can noodle for ten minutes while you, you know, finish this out. I think that would be great.
1: Well, I, uh, one of my employees does. He plays drums for like three different churches, but he's also a, a Christian rapper. <laughs> nice. And a male model.
0: Oh, geez. Wow. One of those things was not like the other. He played, wow, Christian rap, really. Christian male model. Well, I mean, somebody has to pose in Bible catalogs, right? I mean, that's a gig. It's got to be a gig. Holding a Bible. Yeah.
1: Holding a Bible on a tank top, because that's what all his pictures are.
0: Yeah, and some Sperry's, you know, little uh, American flag shorts.
1: Ooh, no, he's he's actually the exact opposite of what you just said. You think so? No, I know so.
0: Okay, really? Oh, that's right. This this guy's a customer. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. But uh, no. yeah, I, uh, I I love that. If you can read faster than the customer, you can be a great salesman.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm gonna write it, hang it up on the work, the back room at work. That is brilliant
1: that's how i sold twelve thousand dollar flooring installs
0: nice 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 i've had a few of those gigs where i knew shit about the product but just kind of learned sold cars for a while fucking hated that uh those people are awful that's a horrible industry like in general
1: no i know yeah i I could never do it one of the dudes i drink with he he sells cars i don't get i don't know how he makes any money
0: um i didn't i actually um they did what's called draw versus commission are you familiar with this bullshit Nope. You get an hourly check like normal, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, or commission, whichever is higher. Mm-hmm. But whenever you do make any commission, they take back whatever they gave you on the clock previous to that. So let's say you earned a $500 hourly check and no commission, right? The yeah. next week you are, earn, you earned a thousand dollars in commission. Well, you're only going to get $500 because they're going to take last week's $500 back and they're going to take it out of your commission you got this week.
1: How's that even legal?
0: Uh, Yeah, it's it's called draw versus commission. Because basically uh, their commission is the be-all, end-all of the way to get paid. Uh, And the basic rule of thumb there was if you worked at a place for a couple weeks and you got a paycheck, just quit and keep it. Just fucking take the money and run. Yeah. That's what I did. Lowe's,
1: Lowe's did something, I guess, kind of the opposite of that. They took away commissions from sales guys.
0: Oh, sales guys love that. That's good. Well, uh, here's the. I figured it out. Their reasoning was
1: we have these tenured employees that are making, let's say, 13 $14 an hour. Mm-hmm. On top of getting all this commission, we take the commission away. They're going to go look for a different job. Now we can take a part-time guy and say, hey, you want to be full-time?
0: Got, it, got, one got month. it. Yep.
1: And that's exactly what happened.
0: That makes sense. Uh, and you know what? The, the bad thing about that is when you piss off salesmen in a place that has readily available pitchforks and torches, <laughs> you are begging for Frankenstein in real life.
1: Um, to that point with the pitchforks and stuff. Oh, shit. When, when I was working there, we had a, uh, Lowe's had a, uh, like a Facebook for Lowe's. Mm-hmm. and I thought mm-hmm. when I was working there what better place to be that uh, during a zombie apocalypse than Lowe's. Right. It's a giant concrete building maybe four glass doors all the tools you need there. you've got machetes on sticks, propane tanks um, also soil and fertilizer and plant seeds yeah. so you can grow food, pallets of water but you go on this. this, I thought I was the only one and I go on this Facebook for Lowe's thing there's 30 different threads about people like with theories about how to handle what.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In
1: the event of a zombie apocalypse.
0: I also used to have those kind of thoughts when I worked in a mall, and I worked in a mall that had a Bass Pro Shop, and I thought, oh. there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I you, you just had something there I want I want to touch on that makes me think. You ever scroll through Facebook and see like these random ads for places and it's like so and so likes these and it's like who the fuck likes these pages? Like, I I would never go to a Lowe's and like a Lowe's page, and not that I don't like Lowe's. It's just like I don't want to see your bullshit in my Facebook.
1: No, well, sort of. There's only one thing, and I don't really want to get. I don't want to get too far into it, but there's uh, our only competitor.
0: Uh huh.
1: Air quotes, but as far as the local comedy goes, uh-huh. this dude got banned uh, from our group uh, from. A couple different rooms, and he started his own. But for some reason, everybody in Montgomery is sharing this guy's shows, and it, it drives me nuts. Like I just want to tell him, "Do you guys not? You guys, you guys don't know the kind of piece of shit this guy is."
0: Really? But, so yeah, I,
1: I, I hate to not tell you what it is and be so vague, but basically, oh, it's all good.
0: Uh, you be as vague or unvague as you want. I don't really, uh, you know, you're you know the somebody, rules here.
1: Somebody did something to a comedian that nobody should do to a person.
0: Got it. Back to our, pre- our previous topic, I'm assuming, uh as far as seriousness. Yeah. Got it.
1: Not not extremely serious, not like you should probably go to jail. But to we've see.
0: crossed the line.
1: You, yeah, you crossed the line. And Got it. Gonna, which ended up with me getting uh threatened physically. But it's so whatever. I let him talk his shit, let him do his stuff. I just it bugs me when I see that show pop up.
0: So, okay. Um Let's 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 talk comedy scenes in for a while because I, I want to uh, get some different sides here in Knoxville. We had a war for a long time. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah, there was a huge comedy war um, even before I got into comedy. But I, I used to follow the tales, like uh, you listen to pirates talk about their you know adventures. Um, there was a war between the one comedy club in town and okay. all the bar comedy. So what is known as what is known as Knox comedy versus Side Splitters, which are out of business now. So I, you know, I guess realistically we see who won. Yeah. Um, but Side Splitters wouldn't um, book anybody that performed on a Knox comedy show yeah 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 and there was this, like got up the owner bad the 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 like the head of Knox comedy and there was a huge war back and forth against the people and then when it was all over it was this weird game of thrones where there was these two fight families one family won, won the war and so it's like do you kneel or do you serve you know yeah. it's like <laughs> you will join or die and that's what happened people joined or they disappeared forever
1: In the, that it's we don't have that in Montgomery 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 does have two if you don't count the dude that I hate mm-hmm. is one room but Montgomery's actually got two separate comedy scenes um and any reason for that um yeah kind of I don't want to say the reason why I want to say it but but
0: there is a reason there's a, a, a
1: yeah there's a reason but it's nothing personal between the comedians like they do their thing, and their thing doesn't affect our thing, and our thing doesn't affect their
0: thing. Got it. So you're not pulling audience. I mean, each place no. has its own crowd.
1: Actually, yeah, they have their own crowd. They're actually able to charge twenty five dollars presale, thirty dollars at the door. Where goddamn. So wow. So, so yeah,
0: what's the don't... what's the room you run there um, in Mont? I haven't got a chance to come down, but
1: uh, I run two rooms. All right. I run um. An open mic at the bar by my house, Santa Barbara's. That's every Wednesday. That's called Side Piece Open Mic. Okay. And it's called Side Side Piece Open Mic because the main room that I do is GT South.
0: Right. That's the one I'm familiar with.
1: Yeah, that one. We do open mic there every other Thursday, and then uh, Mike, the owner at GT South, um, he books uh, comedians. Like he's the one that booked Bubs and Patrick. Got it. I might have done that one, but
0: but it's there and okay. through him at some point.
1: Yeah, Mike. Mike books like Jinky Habersat. Like <clears throat> okay, I'm through a bunch, but I get to host that. I host the open mic. Uh, if it actually, if it wasn't for Mike, uh, Montgomery Comedy probably would not be a thing right now.
0: So, are you from Montgomery? Is that that's your hometown? No,
1: I'm from. Uh, uh, well, I was. Born in Virginia, but I claim I claim to be from Asheville, North Carolina.
0: Okay, okay. So uh, that's right, because you were going home one time, and I asked if you were stopping this way at all. I remember that. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. Got Dave it. Pratt. Nice, nice. What took you to Montgomery? Uh, the
1: first time or the second time?
0: Ooh, we've got multiples. Yeah. All right, let's start from the beginning then. Uh, let's go back to Virginia. No Asheville. Where, where are we at oh, in Asheville?
1: No, no. It's actually very. It's it's different than that so uh it was in virginia i moved to jacksonville because i wanted to go live with my dad for the first time what age uh 13 okay
0: okay
1: moved to jacksonville spent two years there
0: jacksonville florida
1: and uh that lady was i she's the reason why i don't talk to my dad today but the day after ninth grade what was going to be probably the best summer of my life i had a giant group of friends we lived on the beach the day after ninth grade ended, he says, you're moving back in with your mom. So that's why I came back to, or that's why I came to Montgomery the first time. Okay. The second time. And
0: you're 15-ish by this point? No, ninth grade? Yeah, so 15-ish?
1: Yeah, yeah I was about 15. Okay. Yeah. The second time, I was living in Asheville.
0: In Asheville, uh, North Carolina?
1: Yeah. Good, I thought you Nashville. said Nashville. And uh, I started talking to a girl that I had dated in high school and college.
0: I like where this is going.
1: And she lived in... uh she lived in uh, San Antonio, Texas.
0: I like where this is going.
1: Um, so I was like, alright. Uh, I moved to San Antonio.
0: Wow. To, to her. I love Texas. I've only been one time, but I loved it. I want to go back.
1: It was great, and I don't really want to shit on my dog right here, the big dog, mm-hmm. but something happened, because we lived with their parents. There was like nine dogs in this house. Something happened that he was involved with and then they were going to kick the dog out she flipped out and i said all right so i called my mom and i said hey can i move back to montgomery because me and this girl were already talking about moving back to montgomery and she said my mom's like yeah come on and then a month later that girl's like no nah, i'm not coming nice so now i've got who is my best friend in the whole world
0: and that's that's how long ago
1: that was in 2013
0: okay so you've been a mainstay there for five years yeah. Pretty much. Uh, what point do we add comedy to that?
1: Uh, where does that I'm start? Back, um about maybe six months to a year, somewhere in between there.
0: Um, into uh, the, the last time? No,
1: into two thousand thirteen.
0: So the first so the most recent time moved, when exactly. you when you move back this time? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh
1: you know, I was uh I was at a house party and there's a local comedian here. Um, unfortunately, he doesn't come out anymore, but his name, he goes by Rudy Baines.
0: Okay, doesn't ring a bell.
1: I um, but um, I was at a house party, and I saw him do it. And I was like, wow, that! I'd like to try that. And through a mutual friend, I ended up getting to try it um, because they started uh, this uh, another local comedian, Jason Fifi.
0: I do know Fifi, yep.
1: Yeah, Fifi locked down uh, some spots for comedians at a... Uh, at a, uh, how do I say this? Like a Florida Georgia line kind of acoustic open mic.
0: Oh, that sounds fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Bro country.
1: Um, yeah, so we started. I'm going gonna,
0: I'm gonna to make a confession real quick. I'm going to stop you. Oh, no. I I like some bro country.
1: Some bro country?
0: I like some of it. I do. I, now, I like real per, traditional pure country music as well. So I'm a country music fan in general. But I do like the best of it. But I do like the worst of it. And I do like some bro country. I I enjoy a Luke Bryan here and there. So I'm just... Right.
1: I'll, I'm with you on the old country, not the new
0: country. I'm not saying it's great, but there are a few that come out. Now, again, you know me through the show. I'm a cheese ball. I know. I, so...
1: I was just about
0: to say that. Yeah, so <laughs> I, it carries over to my music. I hear some Luke Bryan, a couple songs, and I'm like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, uh huh, okay, damn it, I like it. And it, I, I hate myself for it, but um, I even like a Florida Georgia Line song. Just one, though, just one, no. just one. No, I like it for the chick that's in it with them. I like the. I don't even know the name of it, but I hear it and I go, I, I like the chick. She sounds hot, and I, I take that.
1: I know what song you're talking about. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, I liked
1: it until they said Florida Georgia Line, and I was just like, can't, can't do it.
0: I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, I was upset, too. Uh, <laughs> this happened to me one time. I was listening to this random flipping channel, Stopped, and it was this really cool version of um, The Race is On by uh, George Jones. with yeah. the song? I'm sure Terry is not. He gets none of my references, as you know. None of them. Yeah. So anyway, The Race Is On, great song. It was a little rocking, and I was like, oh, I love this. And then it gets done, and I was like, please, Mr. DJ, tell me who this is. Comes on, he goes, all right, welcome back to NPR's The Grateful Dead era. That was The Grateful Dead doing uh, The Race Is On. And I fucking loathe The Grateful Dead. (laughs) I was so mad.
1: I don't like that one at all.
0: I love the song. I hate The Grateful Dead. So anyway, back to Montgomery co- co- comedy. We started about the same time actually. Um I started here at about 2013. It's uh, late, I guess November, December in 2013. Uh so we started about the same time. Um how did you how did you hook up to the Deadbeats? Like where's your um intro into the Deadbeats? Like who do you know? How did you get in, How did the uh, books come open for you, Donnie Brasco?
1: It's actually kind of funny like I love JC, and I know JC loves me now. But the first time I met JC, he was in Montgomery, um, and Rudy actually brought me up to meet him. And JC was just all uh, JC rock star.
0: I've been and, there, done that. I know how that one goes.
1: So whatever, whatever. That's cool. But then I met he JC. knows
0: I know, and it's okay to say. So uh,
1: <laughs> well, no, because when we went, uh, me, me, Fifi, and uh, Trey Brown
0: all I know went, Trey. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we went to. Uh, Bristol to go do a room um, with JC and that night JC and I pretty much were like yeah we're friends yeah this is obvious
0: (laughs) he has that ability
1: yeah a few years later Trey and I and uh, another comedian Dave Detmering
0: oh I met Dave I met him uh, in uh, shit Uh,
1: he's out of Auburn
0: I met him in Huntsville at Tate's place
1: yes exactly yep but I was doing a room in Pensacola. Bubs was there.
0: Okay. Love me some Bubs.
1: I got to headline that night. Nice. Because uh, we were all taking turns. And I uh, I was about 40 minutes into it. And I looked at the host and I was like, How much time do I got left? And he's just like, Keep going. Nice. Just... And I was like, All right. I cool. love but that, that feeling. Was the night, cause I talked to Bubs and he said, I sent JC a message. We want to make you a deadbeat.
0: Oh, awesome. Awesome. So basically. They-
1: an hour-long audition for bubs
0: nice nice uh awesome my my connection is to jc as well um and i had met patrick and um patrick and i got along great right away. Well, but um my i knew bubs through online and uh but jc I guess I met him at my second open mic ever here in Knoxville, and he was one of the few people uh, that you know kind of talked to me. And then um, he needed rods, and I was willing, and so he instantly was like, "Yeah, you'll work." And so that's where we sort of start.
1: I will say about Patrick when uh, that same tour when we did Huntsville, we were staying at Pat, uh, Patrick's house, and uh, Trey and Dave had gone inside, but I went out into the garage to hang out with him and. Uh, Oh
0: man, what's his name? Duel? Yeah, Dual Aldrich. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I went out to hang out there, and they're sitting there talking about whatever, watching whatever. But Patrick smoked me out. He let me ramble on about comic book movies because I know I knew I was talking to, uh, you know, comic book aficionados. Oh yeah. oh yeah, But they let me, and they weren't just like, nah, dude, that's fucked up. It's just like, yeah, dude, no, I get it. It's cool, right? I'm like, yeah i really enjoyed hanging out with patrick
0: patrick's the man um when we did the tour to fuck fest because um when we did fuck fest last year jc and i went and picked up patrick and we did uh uh mobile and then again fuck fest and then on the way back up we hit valdosta georgia for dave nelson which is a great room yeah. if you haven't been there you got to go it's amazing I've been
1: him, but we've had dave nelson a couple
0: times he's great just the sweetest guy Super smart. I fucking hate him for that. Uh, But anyway, we did that. So it was me and Patrick in the car with JC for like three days. Uh, And clearly, as any three people in that situation are want to do, two of them are going to gang up against JC Ratliff. (laughs) And and, uh, Patrick and I became those two, obviously. So we had to do that and uh, keep his ass in check quite frequently. Um, Always want to be a comic? Was that something you always wanted to do? Did you just dumb luck into it?
1: no um I never I am terrified of talking in front of people
0: yet you I'm do sales a, a and comedy now. yeah this is fine there's no again here's the deal only three people listen you it's uh, Terry's girlfriend Jessica and the next guest so you know what's happening Terry's girlfriend already is prepared for probably not going to listen to this episode anyway I don't know Uh, and then the next guest (laughs) may not happen we may be cancelled so there's nothing to be afraid of
1: well to that point I know how this goes and I have set expectations very Uh, high
0: oh yeah? Yeah. yeah? I think Uh, you're one of the first people that probably already have a 5 to drive planned out because you know 4 of the questions you know 4 right away
1: I haven't written down right there. <laughs> I knew you would. I knew
0: it. I knew it. I knew it.
1: Had them written down? Um, no, but to answer your question, no. The reason I—that's—I told you the thing about Rudy and the house party and all that. But the reason why I actually made myself do it is because I was talking to a girl at the time, and I, at this point, nice. all I did was smoke. That was it. I lived in my mom's house. I smoked weed. It's like, what do I got to offer? It's like, I'm gonna try stand up.
0: Beautiful. I did it. Clearly worked and, out well.
1: Yeah, I think so. I love it. I love doing it. It's my probably my favorite thing in the whole world to do.
0: I do too, man. For me, it was a lifelong dream. Uh, for me, um, my mom introduced me to George Carlin when I was way too young to be introduced to George Carlin. And so he's my first influence right away. And then I was lucky enough to grow up in the... Late 80s, early 90s comedy boom, when it was on every television show, every... I even remember before that with like HBO specials, but then I watched it bloom to every channel twice a night, had comics all over. It was everywhere. So that was the closest you got to the pre-YouTube era of being able to, you know, exposure. When comedy
1: was just Comedy Central. Yeah,
0: and VH1, MTV, all had comedy shows. And... I fell in love, you know, and still remember bits from those days 40 years ago. And I always wanted to do it, and it was always a dream, and I I was a band geek, so again, the music, and I just, I never knew how to do it. We've talked about it on the show before, as you know, where where do you go get an application to, to, to get a job as a comedian? Yeah. You go to an open mic, but nobody tells you that. It's like a mason. How do you become a mason? Fucking just ask one, and they'll tell you. But it's a secret if you don't know. So did you know that? That's how you become a Mason? I didn't. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a secret organization, you know, you make fun of on The Simpsons if you don't know. But um, realistically, yeah, you know, it's it's secret handshakes and, you know, ritual killings. And it's not that at all, to be honest. But the, um, the secret is, and it's actually their slogan, to be one, ask one. If you ever see a bumper sticker, it'll have the number two, the letter B, ask, and the number one. To be one, ask one and that's their slogan all you do is come up and go hey man how do you become a mason and they go well come here I'll show you that's it
1: that's easy <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> and being a comedian really is that thing how, how do I how do I become a comedian man come with me go to an open mic just
1: just show up yeah we try and make that a point too we just try and make make sure everybody knows hey this is welcome for everybody first time a million times we don't care just Here's your microphone. Go. How
0: how often do you guys have first timers? Do you guys have a lot of new new blood? Uh, uh,
1: actually, the uh, the main G- the the main room that I run, GT South, we do have probably uh, twice a month. I'll have some I'll have some new people. Not a lot of uh, uh, returns. I've had one return that's actually been coming out to every open mic, and he's actually dressed like what you imagine a, a comedian in the 80s would be dressed like, like, like suit and tie. 15. Yep. Nice. That- everything probably has a a pocket watch
0: nice i had a i had a pocket watch in high school uh i was i was the fedora wearing nerd with the pocket watch in high school
1: oh you'd fit in real well at gt south then
0: i'm not that guy anymore as you know uh again now i'm realistically what would happen if hogwarts had an auto shop teacher
1: (laughs) that's brilliant no that's perfect
0: I'll go with that, yeah. I uh, I wrote that two days ago and did it twice last night. I did two sets. It killed both times. You know how hard it is to do a, a book show, not an open mic, with new material you wrote the day before, and so I was very happy. I was very happy that it worked well. Oh,
1: I did that uh, a couple weeks ago, actually, uh, nice. with a Harry Potter joke. With a what? Well, uh, with a Harry Potter joke.
0: See, we are kindred <laughs> spirits.
1: Yeah. The punchline was Harry Potter. The rest of it was... Uh, true love and my true love dying
0: oh nice nice you need a spell to bring her back no actually that's not how it goes at all well hopefully I will hear it soon I hope to see you soon Um, but before we get going too much because I I do have some other things I want to get into I think we're coming up on a break so I think we could all use a pee Um, I I need a fabulous Thunderbirds fix and uh, a cigarette we'll be back so um, hang tight on the line Um, guys hang tight with us let's play some uh, commercials pay some bills as they say and we will be right back on Deadbeat Radio with the great Kurt Keller
3: as an adjective, referring to something that causes feelings of unease, distress, or fear. But what if that's the stuff you're into? August 24th and 25th CreepyCon comes to the Knoxville Convention Center, a celebration of horror, Halloween, and all things creepy. Featuring the Rigger and Mortis Brothers traveling sideshow, a zombie beauty pageant, the Scream Queen contest, a Halloween cake contest, film screenings, and more appearances from naomi grossman from american horror story santiago cirillo from the walking dead the haunted travelers richard ruland and jb Coates, the cast of all your favorite stage diver radio podcasts paranormal investigators from across the nation and more get your vip package now so you won't miss any of the festivities for tickets and more info go to creepy con knoxville
0: Dot com. Ready for another one of these two. Mm-hmm. How, 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 how. Yeah, I love it. We are back on Deadbeat Radio here on the great Stage Diver Network. It is a pleasure to be here with you guys. We have a very special guest Skyping in for the first time, which is awesome. We wanted to test this. We get to be the guinea pigs. And what better guinea pig to have but our number one fan, my brother of deadbeats, Mr. Kurt Keller.
1: Hey, y'all. Fuck you, Roll Tide.
0: <laughs> well, I think two thirds of our listeners do come from Tennessee. That could be offensive. So, uh, that is, that is possible. Um, it is good to have you. Kurt has been a big sport of the show from day one. Uh, I said this earlier, and I, I this is true. I feel like a rock star inviting a contest winning fan on stage, you know?
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. So, this is good. This is good. Um, so, you, you, you've been a big fan of the show. Um, obviously, a podcast guy in general. You like uh, uh, podcasts other than us, I'm assuming?
1: I love podcasts.
0: Have you yeah. got to go through the network much to check out Stage Diver other than us and some of the other shows?
1: Not yet. I have about 10 podcasts <laughs> to
0: that seems to be everybody's answer but it's something that again check it out now when you get a chance there's some good about everything uh every subject we've got a a bunch of stuff going on i gotta actually uh turn my grandpa self over to the board um i I have to say um and i know everybody kind of always sucks up to the boss and is like oh i I love my job you know and he goes home and goes oh this fucking sucks this has been a wonderful uh form of expression to me i have a wonderful place to do it they've let um a ton of great shows uh get get to people that wouldn't get to that and and i think it's awesome um and the stuff that we're doing is uh, uh really cool we did uh our first comedy show a couple months ago that went over great um we got a creepy con coming up yeah that's gonna be fun uh you ever done a con
1: yes i have actually
0: nice what was it <laughs>
1: terrifying and I hated every second of it <laughs> form at 11 o'clock in the morning and Trey and I had to s- somehow drink a pint of whiskey at 10.30 in the morning Ew. like within 10 minutes uh, oh, and mm. there and I had to do clean
0: Okay, now I'm out. No, you lost yeah. me. I could have, I could have gave the whiskey a shot, but the clean comedy, I'm done. I'm out. Deal breaker. No, I don't care. I don't mind doing clean comedy. It doesn't. Bother. I don't like it, but I'll do it.
1: I mean, I can do maybe five minutes of clean, but other than that, everything else, no. It's not going to fly with uh, mom,
0: children. Luckily for me, uh, my material's not raunchy as so much as my language. So it's easy to be like frick this and sh- shoot. I don't like it, but it's easy to do.
1: I had a note written on my hand that said, do not curse.
0: Oh, that's bad. That's bad. I yeah. got the, I did uh, Dick's Last Resort, uh, the place where they yell at you and throw shit at you and treat you like dirt and then you pay too much for a burger. Um, I uh, I got to play uh, at one of those once, And the funny thing was we had to do PG. It was a two-story restaurant. So it would have been really easy to be like, hey, you got kids? Cool. We're going to sit you down here. Adults only upstairs. But no. So we had kids there. It was PG. And the waiters were actually cussing up a fucking storm. So here you're on stage going, "Frick this shooting thing!" And you hear the waiter go, "What do you want, you fucking some bitch?" And you're like, "What the? How did? Wh- who makes these rules? What is this?"
1: It just sounds like you signed up for a show just to get heckled,
0: uh, ignored. Uh, much is closer. Uh, if you've ever done any form of restaurant or bar that wasn't expecting comedy, uh, ignored is more uh, appropriate. But I don't think we'll get ignored at CreepyCon. Uh, there's going to be shows out in drove. I know JMB's DLC is going to be there. Uh, I know Halfle's going to be there. I'm of actually course. doing um, uh, Rob Zombie. I'll be yeah, very, yeah I'm very
1: excited to see a picture of that. Uh
0: it won't I don't know it'll be as good as the time I pulled it off before. The beard was more accurate thin, but I can't wait. Uh I still have the cowboy hat and the dreadlock wig, so we're good. Uh we're we're good. Uh, and it is amazing. Uh it is a Jack Daniels bottle winning party com- costume. So uh I, I was happy to have it. Um and then of course We have to say, coming up soon, we have the deadbeats of comedy at Sugar Mamas. Uh, Bubs Harris, JC Ratliff, Patrick Cunningham, myself, and... Are you coming for that?
1: Based off the poster in the event page, no, I'm not on that.
0: I don't know what happened, but I I I, I know you said you were thinking about coming anyway, so if you come, come hang out, be on the show. We're going to have everybody on uh, the show here, although... You do get your own episode, and I know that's exciting for you, but you're welcome to come join the roundtable here that week. We'll figure out something there.
1: Well, I'd love to. Again, it goes back to what I was talking about earlier. It's a matter matter of whether or not
0: my mom's. Mom and the dogs. dogs. Bring them. We'll figure out something. You know, just bring them. (laughs) Fuck them. Are they funny? We'll put them on the bill. I mean, do you have funny dogs? Yes. That's a a funny face.
1: The big one's not. The big one one doesn't like anybody other than me and my mom.
0: Okay, okay. I haven't met your mom, but I like you. So we'll start with that. We'll start with that. Uh, we'll start with that. Um, we we were discussing uh, earlier with CreepyCon the same weekend. We also have the Knoxville Tattoo Convention. So uh, And they're doing – check this out. This is cool. If you buy tickets to one event, they will discount your tickets to the other event. So how fucking cool is that? Horror convention, tattoo convention – Fucking, that's great and then there's a German fest going on that weekend it's an Asian fest there's all kinds of shit but uh, we are part of three-fourths of those <laughs> I'm all for the horror and tattoo that sounds fantastic it sounds racist what horror and tattoo
3: no when you're like I'm for two thirds of that. Oh, <laughs> oh, I didn't didn't mean that it was sound
0: that
2: racist. was me. We were at three yeah. fourths of those festivals. That's oh, what yeah, I meant. Oh yeah, see, I was like, I didn't
3: say that at <laughs> well, all. I'm down. I'm down for two of those.
2: Well, to be fair, it's the German one we're not at. So,
0: oh dude, if they're serving bratwurst, I'm in. Uh, fucking, if it's if it's in a pig casing, fucking plate it up, yep. sauerkraut, the works. Uh, I wanna I wanna talk about. Again, you 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 talk about being passionate of the the shows and issues, but like what 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 I let me back up. When it comes to getting to know someone, you get to know somebody over a long period of time, and you do become more intimate, and you learn the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we've been friends for a while, even if a distant friends. And again, I've told you what a kindred spirit you are, but I I don't know again the history which we learned, and I don't know the motivation. What, what keeps you going? Where is your motivation? What, what drives you? You know, I'm a family guy, so that's for me. But what makes you want to do comedy and want to succeed and want to get out of bed in the morning?
1: That's all right. That's kind of a loaded question.
0: Uh, comedy like wise, a baked I potato.
1: It. I just enjoy. Uh, I enjoy having Montgomery as a place for people to come do comedy. Like I, I, I have no. Uh, Type dreams about where I'm going with this. Like, if it goes places, yes, absolutely. But I just enjoy being uh, the person that allows comedy to happen in Montgomery.
0: What's so if uh? You
1: or or anybody else can come through. Yeah, I've got a room for you.
0: What's the it goal? May not
1: be the you know the.
0: Comedy-wise, what's the goal it. for you? What, uh, where, where do you hope to end up? Like, if you could say, hey, this is what I'd like to be doing. Is it road shows? Is it specials? Is it, you know, just paying bills? Like, where are you on the goal level?
1: To end up on a syndicated sitcom so I don't have to work.
2: Great. <laughs> best, well, answer. <laughs> best answer. Best <laughs> answer.
0: I love it. That's brilliant. That is uh, honest. That's honest. I
2: always
0: I guess- said... I'd be happy to write. Um, sorry, <laughs> I got a little choked there laughing at you. <laughs> uh, that's what we're going to go with. I, oh, I always said that I personally will be happy to ride anybody's coattails right to the middle. I'm good. Like, if you want to go to the top, if you'll drop me off in the middle, we're cool.
1: Yeah, I'd also like, it's on my bucket list, even if I'm not a writer or a, a featured member, but I'd also like to say live from New York, it's Saturday Night Live. Really? Before I die. Really? That's yeah, the thing want- for you? Yeah, I love Saturday Night
0: Live. Really? That's awesome, man. Awesome. So, do you still watch? I know there's the big, it's not the same anymore. you still watch?
1: Uh, I don't make it a point to watch it on Saturday, but I watch it at work on Sunday on YouTube.
0: Nice, nice. I catch a few um, things here and there that are funny. Um, for me, I, I do like the older stuff, but not necessarily like, I'm a Chevy Chase, John Belushi. That stuff's good. I still only gets the best. Um, I like the Will Ferrell uh Molly Shannon era. I think that was great. Oh, so you like
1: you like the season that started the whole don't watch Saturday Night Live.
0: Really? Yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs>
1: yeah. Like I... I grew up with Saturday Night Live before that and I loved that era of Saturday Night Live, but I think we're in a we have uh the strongest female comedic cast on Saturday Night
0: Live that's ever been, I think. Oh, dude, some of them. Uh, yeah. Kristen Wiig, I know she's not there anymore, but it was great, but um, uh, Kate McKinnon and some of the others are hilarious. I usually tend to like people more than like full casts I don't watch anymore. As people yeah. stand out to me, like Bill Hader and people yeah. that kind of rise to the When I love Bill Hader. Absolutely love Bill Hader. Um, so people rise to the top, and I go, okay, alright, this was great. You were good.
1: I think it was a nice... I think Adam I, I again I love the welfare era, era of Saturday Night Live right that that post uh, Adam Sandler David Spade all them
0: I don't like get, Sandler like, but I like who, David Spade and Chris Farley
1: yeah as far as Saturday Night Live goes yeah even after the fact but no I think I think we are in uh, people people hate on it too much we're in a great I think Saturday Night Live's in a great spot right now
0: nice More, I,
1: I and I will stand by that point it's because of the female comedians. That's why.
0: Nice. Nice. Um, There's one on there. Again, I don't watch regularly. I see her on the clips on YouTube sometimes, and I don't know who she is. Super cute. Absolutely hilarious. Um, And every time I see her, I'm just like, who is that girl? She tickles the shit out of me. Um, And I cannot think of her name to save my life. I don't know. Uh, She's got red hair. um, Has a not a buck tooth, but a pronounced smile. Her teeth kind of stand out a little bit. Uh, super cute redhead usually plays like the nerdy friend or something of that nature um, I don't know we will have to google it later but uh, I cannot think for the life oh, of me Ed. but uh, I like um, again some of the random stuff I typically though I know this is weird I don't like sketch comedy just as a whole at all? Uh, it's just not my bag I mean it's there are exceptions I like some stuff I'm a huge fan of the state from back in the 90's Um. I loved uh, SCTV when I was a kid, uh, and that's, that's really about it. I, I don't like Chappelle show. I don't like Key & Peele. Uh, I'm, such a hipster language. I just it's not I love Chappelle I love his stand up
1: yeah Chappelle show's great and Keen Peele's great
0: I, I like them I like everything they do but sketch comedy like I love Keem Peele in acting roles and I love Dave Chappelle in acting roles I love him as stand up comic I just don't like the, but I don't like stand up comedy or uh, sketch comedy <laughs> yeah I love stand up comedy there are a few sketches that come into the top like Dave Chappelle for example I love The Racist Draft Brilliant. Uh, key and Peel, the uh, the the uh, Human Centipede Reunion. Uh, so there's some stuff that, <laughs> that rises to the top. But in general, I don't like sketch comedy.
1: See, I don't mind it. I actually, I have one sketch that I have written. Yeah? And I I know I'm going to mess it up because I don't remember which color he was. I want to say it's Mr. Blonde from Reservoir Dogs. Uh, damn it.
0: I, I don't one- know.
1: Michael Matson. Okay. He cut yeah. The top of off.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you had to bring that. it up.
1: It's uh, Mr. Blonde makes a sandwich
0: mm-hmm. and it's set
1: to stuck in the middle with you.
0: Oh, and that'd he be does brilliant.
1: Dance it around and you see him putting the mayonnaise on the bread and stuff. And then the ear cut off part, it's just him slicing a tomato and then him holding up the tomato. That right. Is... And so he gets the sandwich made and he's very excited about it. But then, um, the other dude... Oh, I forgot his name. The guy that shoots him before he kills
0: uh, the cop. It's uh, not... Uh, uh, Tim Robin, Not Tim Robbins. Tim Roth. It's yeah, Tim Roth.
1: Yeah, and, Mr. Orange. Uh,
0: Mr. Orange.
1: So he would shoot uh, Mr. Broder, my character, and say, that's my sandwich, and that's it. That's the
0: scale. I love it. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, and it's, it's, it's here. It's on tape it is uh Our first uh, sketch as well yeah it is brilliant um i think we should produce that terry i think we should get on that that is brilliant i don't mind acting in some sketch stuff but i just i don't like it um i did get to do a sketch workshop with kevin mcdonald from kids in the hall yeah yeah i got to meet him and do a uh, sketch workshop with him uh, it was really cool he was a super cool guy um he signed my invader zim box set And, uh, he did this thing where we, we had to, it was about sketch writing and I got a scholarship through this burlesque group I was working with at the time doing some sketches and she was (laughs) like, I want you to go. And I was like, cool. And so I was like, I don't write sketches, but okay. And I wrote this sketch and it was kind of a takeoff of the Will Ferrell, um, casual Friday, uh, patriotic bikini. Right. And the thing was, uh, but it was more than that. It was, uh, me dressed as, uh, this wrestling character I do called, uh, Black Jack Cadillac, uh, where, where honky tonk meets Hollywood. And, uh, I basically was in my stone cold skivvies and, uh, I, it was casual Friday and it was like the casual attitude that I had been like choke slamming employees and, and, and talking smack in stone cold to all these employees. And I was in the HR department and, uh, (laughs) Never really address the outfit, and then at the end, the HR guy stands up and is wearing a tutu and like lingerie pants under his desk. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, and and we had to write them, submit them, and then rewrite them, and then submit them, and he picked the best, and he picked mine. And so, uh, I actually wrote like the HR guy with Kevin McDonald in mine. Um, so Lance, I just wanted to say. Because um, he does that nebbishy, uh, nervous, um, public uh, persona so well. Yeah. Great, great. Everything he does, the preacher on uh, that 70s show, uh, maybe not the Harry Potter in that shitty parody movie he did, but <laughs> that's terrible. He was in uh,
1: Invader's, or not Invader's Zoom. Yeah, he did uh, Invader's Zone.
0: Uh, Lilo, Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. He said that's probably the role he gets known for the most. Uh, for me, it was the Kids in the Hall. I knew him from the Kids in the Hall. He'd, yeah, because I I did like some Kids in the Hall stuff.
1: He was uh he was uh I squish your head.
0: No, that's uh no
1: nope, You're right.
0: That's the guy that's on Superstore. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, McKinney.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but of course Dave Foley is the one that everybody knows. But uh, I'm a big fan of those guys. Again, I like their other shit. I don't like sketch comedy. That's so. I know Mitch got mad and left. Actually, when I said I don't like the Pele show and Key and Peele, <laughs> yeah, Mitch actually got mad and left. I heard him screaming in the other room. Yeah. Um, you, this is probably the last episode. That's probably the yeah. Yeah, that's of all the offensive shit I've said and just crazy opinions. That's the one that's getting me off the air. Well,
2: you got you got ten in, so
0: I got ten in.
2: Yeah, this is number ten. So
0: you are not only first <laughs> Skype. You are not only uh, what do we say first oh, wait, caller? First caller. You are also double digits, number 10. <laughs> Thank
2: you. Yes.
0: I'm, a- I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So um, I got I got one for you. Since I, I did write a five to drive for you, and you know I do that. You know I yep. like it. Um, I didn't know your love for Saturday Night Live. Give me your top five cast members of all time.
3: Of all time?
0: Yeah, just all time. F- top five cast members. Uh,
1: um, damn, that's hard. Yeah,
0: on the fly. Yeah, I did it. Really <laughs> How is
1: th- this type of No, this is,
0: just, this is just – I didn't know. So this is off the cuff. This is just something uh, we're throwing in. It's,
1: uh, Kate McKinnon right off the bat. Good choice. It's so
0: cute. Oh, God, too That's cute amazing. to live.
1: Um, <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall.
0: Okay, good choice. Good choice. He's in what, like one episode?
1: He's in that one season where Lauren got fired. Yeah,
0: I, I know the rumor. I don't ever recall seeing any of them. To no, me they, that, don't
1: him, they don't play him on Comedy Central ah
0: oh, guess that's why I never see him I, that to me that blends in with that Piscopo era
1: um out of respect Keenan Thompson is he's either about to pass or gonna pass Daryl Hamans as far as how many seasons he's been on
0: who thought would have ever thought the good burger guy would turn exactly. out I mean like
1: about every time and he's he's he has no plans to leave. Him. Um, I'm going to do the third one as a – or no, the fourth one as a duo, if that's all right. Okay, yeah. Uh, the current Weekend Update hosts, Colin Jost and um, Jay Farrow. Uh, Jay... Jay, um, Michael Che, yeah. yeah.
0: I know. I don't think I know who they are. I know Jay Farrow, and I know the guy who looks like Crim's, H- H- Chris Hemsworth brother, uh, uh, but I don't know their names, and I don't know if they're still the ones doing it. I typically... You know what? I'm not a big Weekend Update fan. I like the Norm MacDonald and Dennis Miller eras. But that's yeah. about it. Oh, and of course, Chevy Chase did do really good in those eras. Uh, then I... Last, I guess, Will
1: Ferrell. Just, okay. Just because. Okay. Nice. I-,
0: I don't even know if I'm a big enough fan to to have top five. Uh, I I guess, again, I would pick some oddball. I love Garrett Morris from back in the original day. Um yeah shit what's uh tim meadows big tim meadows fan uh i love he him last with
1: daryl hammond and uh keenan thompson as far as how long he's been on the on the show i just love
0: everything he does he's always like the wacky pr- uh, uh principal in every show like i love the goldbergs and he's on that uh son of zorn i just love some of the shit he does so oh, him
1: and him and mean girls
0: oh brilliant brilliant yeah. Um do you watch the Goldbergs on ABC? No. Um it's on Hulu if you don't. Um you would love it. He plays basically that same role. All
1: right. I'll yeah, he basically
0: out. plays the same role, the principal or it got its counselor, and he's like, Why are y'all here again? You know I can't have this. This is not gonna work. But yeah, I would go Garrett Morris, Tim Meadows. Uh I am a huge Dan Aykroyd, uh John Belushi fan. So yeah. I would I'll I'll take my duo as the Blues brothers. So I'll put them in together for the two of them together. Um, I, I don't know. I can, Bill Hader. Absolutely. Stefan is tickles the shit out of me. Uh, the old man in the wheelchair that he did a while back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are
1: you talking, about, are you talking about the one he did where he was hosting.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Where he, he, he's got the girl sitting on his lap and they're yeah. trying to make a baby. Brilliant. Oh, hilarious. So I'm a big Bill Hader fan. And then, yeah, I guess will Farrell would be five for me. So, uh, uh, I just I'm not a diehard like uh, I like those people, but I like all their other shit better. I'd rather watch Joe Dirt than like the the what was it the guest girls or the the uh, Adam Sandler and Chris Farley and David Spade the Gap Girls the Gap Girls.
1: Oh, like that? That's I would, hilarious.
0: I would rather watch Joe Dirt like three times in a row.
1: I probably bring up that skit once every couple of months. Really? Yeah, when everybody sort of look all. I'm hungry and then lay off me I'm starving <laughs> I just <laughs> I, don't of.
2: I don't know
0: I don't know i just not a big sketch comedy fan I just it doesn't do a whole lot for me but also, that's great
1: that wasn't that wasn't my top five whatever's in the drive for five
0: no no nothing. I got I, I mean, got a, exactly
1: thats that is—that was too difficult of a question to answer. No,
0: no, I got—I got—I got a good one. I think uh, I'm going to get uh, get ready and prepare for that. But I, I got a good one for that. So let's take a minute and see what all you got going on, man. What uh, what do you in Where can we find Kurt Keller? If we enjoyed this episode, uh, where can we track you down? You got uh, YouTubeage clips on the webs.
1: I uh, I don't have any comedy clips, but if you'd like to check out my um, comedic rap duo.
0: Yes. What's going uh, on there?
1: You go to YouTube. I guess just go to YouTube and search TV Messiah. Okay. One word. Um, we've got a couple videos on there, one of which is with two uh, award-winning porn stars.
0: Stop the presses. <laughs> Anybody we'd know.
1: Yeah. With simulating sex scenes. Between, Can you uh,
0: say who they are? I mean, we're going to go to YouTube and see.
1: Uh, Kiera Diane and Prince. Princess got z's
0: in it i don't know either of those i don't know if they're not chubby redheads there's a good chance i don't know who yeah, they are
1: both uh both small skinny blonde girls
0: mm, i'm out yeah yep. yep. i'm a chubby redhead guy
1: a stimulating sex scene because i reached up and grabbed her tits but nothing was discussed beforehand
0: nice but we're not getting sued for this it's on youtube obviously so
1: yeah it's on youtube you, nice. you just make sure you watch the uncensored versions
0: so are you rapping
1: yeah, uh, uh, me and my my, uh, my oldest friend Richard, uh, him and I, we've been doing this since
0: 2001. Oh, so this way predates comedy.
1: Yeah, the, the, the comedic rap deal was started before comedy, but then comedy took over. But you can check you can check that out. Um, or if you want to check out uh, what we do Montgomery Comedy-wise, just uh, go to Facebook and type in capital C-A-P... Oh, I forgot how to spell it. C-A-P... <laughs> Nice. Capital with an A. Capital with an A instead of an O. Capital City Comedy. I think you can still type in cccyall.com. Um, but we've got Harris and Patrick Cunningham coming uh, in a week. I, I
0: know think. those guys.
1: Yeah, and then uh, I'm going to be in Auburn with those guys that fall on Monday. But other than that, yeah, just check out the Facebook.
0: Nice. So – Give me a little rundown on the country on the the comedy rapping thing. Like I said I know I'd, you'd send some clips the other day, but I haven't had a chance to watch them. Uh, how do we start that?
1: <laughs> it's so good. So him and I, him and uh, his name is Richard. Um, we started making songs like like I said, two thousand. We've got four and a half albums, I think. Um, but like the first two or three of them, they're all just what you hear is when we recorded it.
0: Okay. Okay. It's
1: all made up on the spot. Like him or I, uh, he's playing guitar, or I'm messing around on a keyboard, and then uh, we just freestyle, and then that's what we record. Nice. Uh, so, uh, are you? The, 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 the videos. The videos. Um, the the one that's on there. I wrote most of that song, and we hired a guy to make a beat, and we hired a guy to record it. Actually, in the Hollywood Hills, it was actually really fun
0: no fucking way
1: yeah Richard's dad Richard's dad is loaded so Richard paid for everything
0: I I I, I'm aghast I mean like I feel I I don't know I'm just so blown away it's like discovering the most amazing unknown treasure this is this is great I I think this is awesome so it's not like just a joke thing I mean it's obviously comedy but it's serious uh it's an art if you will um are you so, are you into rap? Is that like your favorite music of choice, or is this just something nope. you stumbled on?
1: Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into I'm into hip hop, and well, not I'm not into hip hop. I do enjoy hip hop. Um, actually, I want to say this isn't my guilty pleasure, but this is probably my uh, second or third guilty pleasure. If I had to say, is uh, I I love Post Malone. I do too. I love Post He's Malone.
0: Dope. I do too. I fought it at first. Nah, um, no. I fought it for a while, and then it turned out that I like, would see him on a couple of interviews. I think the first thing I saw him on, because I just knew him from memes, and I was like, yes, guys, I judged. I was an old man. I was telling you yeah. to get off my lawn, and because uh, he looks like a dumbass. He looks retarded. He really yeah. does. And then I think the first thing I saw him on was First We Feast, spicy ones, uh, eating the wings. Yeah. Tick- tickled the shit out of me. And I was like, all right, this dude may be a dumbass, but he's the kind of dumbass I would hang out with because he's my kind of dumbass. Mm -hmm. And then I had heard Rockstar and um, didn't know it was him, but I knew I liked the song. I like pop music. I love the cheese. I like pop stations. And I heard this Rockstar, and I was like, okay. Okay. All right, I kind of like mumble rap. I'm going to be honest with you. So when What's-His-Nuts, the cross-eyed dude with the tattoo and his forehead showed up and did his... 21 Savage. That's the one. That's the one. When he showed up and did his little bit, I was like, oh, I like this. So I, I like Post Malone, too. And he seems like just the coolest dude.
3: Well, I
1: watched the Besides his Bob Dylan covers and all that. I've um,
0: not seen any of those
1: there's yeah no watch him he plays uh he plays guitar and sings a uh, bob dylan song and that's what made me go like all right dude you're more than just a a guy with face tattoos guy yeah
0: it. yeah 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 uh but, but you do judge him right away <laughs> right away yeah it's
1: hard not to when you when you when you look like post malone i
0: saw your post malone is greater than uh or uh, post malone you guys what is it post you say it i've I, i'm gonna uh, fuck it up oh yeah
1: all y'all hating on Post Mom, like you forgot Riff Raff exists. That's it.
0: <laughs> I know that's the big thing right now is that this is greater than that. That's the big uh, hot takes is are in. I don't do any of the hot takes. I don't think anybody cares about the things I would have hot takes on.
1: I don't either, but I just I was thinking about it and I just thought, nope, that's funny. It is funny. I really ever post anything that that is opinion based. Like it's either here's a picture of my dog. Or here's a video of somebody else's dog.
0: (laughs) I like dog videos. I'm a cat person, but I like dog videos. I respect the dog, even though as a cat person, I respect the dog.
1: I think that's where you and I disagree. I'd I'd much prefer a dog over a cat.
0: I get it, and that's okay. I mean, like, I'm 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 an animal lover of all, so I do like dogs. But I prefer cats in general. I'm a cat person. I own cats and a rabbit and a lizard and a turtle and then, like, two kids. And then that's really it. You uh, got me beat. I definitely don't have any kids. Uh, you know what? I own a couple. They're fun. You know, I don't recommend them for everybody. They're a lot of upkeep. Um, they're, uh, they don't hold their value at all. Uh <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, Just you say that, and I'm thinking about people buying a guitar and then them coming in to sell it in.
0: Yeah, oh, no, no. If you go to sell a kid, you're not getting near what you put into it out of it. I mean, that's. You just might as well get ready for that. Black markets are good, but if you've never been through delivery, you're not getting your money back. It's a loss. It's a loss. There's no way. That's
1: so funny. Now, if you
0: have, like, rare pieces. Sorry, that broke me. If you have rare pieces, there are collectors who will pay extra for certain stuff, but features, but as a whole, you're losing money. Oh my god. Yeah, and the longer you have them, the more you lose. Yeah.
2: Depreciate. Every oh my year. god!
0: By the time they're like twelve, nobody's taking that off the market. You're gonna, you're hitting Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace with one of those. That's <laughs> <laughs> too many
2: memories at that point. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm a cat person. I like dogs. I don't I don't post much cat videos. Uh, my wife does that. I let her do it. When the when the turtle does weird shit, I post that because that's entertaining. But uh, well,
1: what kind of weird shit does the turtle do?
0: Oh, they're awesome, man. She uh she she knows her name. Like she'll come when you call her. I know that's dumb, but she does. She reckon, uh, she knows you're going to feed her. She basically knows that sound means with night crawlers. And watching her eat is hilarious. If you'd ever watch a turtle just like chow down on a strawberry or a night crawler or a minnow, it's a hoot. I mean, I've seen them eat pizza. Uh yeah, she doesn't uh, that's uh, turns out that's a myth. Uh she doesn't eat pizza. Uh but she will eat bread. Um, and she eats tomatoes so I guess if you gave them both to her at the same time uh, actually,
1: I've seen turtles eat because my mom lives at the lake and she loves feeding the fish and the turtles They're fun. she'll go to the uh, bakery store like the thrift store of bread and she'll load up her minivan with $20 worth of bread and that'll last her three months of just feeding turtles <laughs>
0: We go to Walmart to the bait department and just buy night crawlers and she eats, she comes out uh, they hibernate I didn't know turtles hibernated until I owned one uh, so it's it's again kind of like um, imagine having a friend hang out with you and then they owed you some money and they disappear for a couple months and then come back so a couple times a year you forget your friends and then like you're like oh yeah I remember. you want some to eat here you go like so. a Bronx
3: tail,
1: but with turtles.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty fair. That's pretty mm-hmm. fair. My son found her, and uh was like, let's name her Hawk. And we were like, cool, and it turned out it's a girl. So we have a girl turtle named Hawk. Yeah, it's all right.
1: I mean, I don't get, I don't get why you name a turtle Hawk, but it's a kid. He was so. like
0: five at the time. Yeah, he got a pass. I didn't get it either. I was just like, all right. When they came to naming the lizard Lizzie, I totally got that. I was on board. I was like, all right. Yeah. And when the rabbit became Officer Hops, I was like, okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah I got that.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, the, sh- the shit kids do, man.
1: <laughs> no, I don't. Nope, not for me.
0: He has a I mean, fish. I love
1: hanging out with my nephew, but
0: no. Yeah, you, you get all the same fun stuff. I mean, you don't get the, the heartwarming, like, super stuff, but you don't get the hard stuff. So you still get some to enjoy. Yeah. He, he has a fish named Taco. I'm sorry, it's Tacos. It's plural. Uh, that's how he said it. That's how he named it. So we have a Red Beta single named Tacos. As a fan of the league, I appreciated it, but I don't think that's where he got the reference.
1: You know, you, 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 you brought that up before. I've never actually watched that show.
0: Oh, my God. It is, um, honestly, I would say, between it and King of the Hill, my top two favorite TV shows of all time. I absolutely love it. Um, it's great comedy. It's um, again a group of people that you probably know: um, Steve Ranazazi, um, uh Nick Kroll, yeah. John Lejoy, um, uh Damn it, uh, the the Pete Duplass, um, who's a big director and does you know movies like uh, Safety Not Guaranteed and The Puffy Chair. Um, and then you had um, Paul shear. So the, the, the cast was stacked. Jason Manitoukas, um, I mean, the cast was just absolutely stacked. And it was about fantasy football. And I don't give two shits about football or sports or fantasy football. But it was one of those things where, like, I don't drive cabs, but taxi's funny the cat yeah. the cast was a stellar amazing blend of people the situations were funny everything was put in context so whether you got the reference or not they would talk about football players and I would be like I know they're talking about players I get it it doesn't matter who you sub in you know should I sub in Pierce Thomas versus I it didn't matter but them fighting over players was funny yeah so I highly recommend it it is brilliant um it, it in the early episodes John Lajoy would sing a song. If you're familiar with John LaJoy's, like, you know, touch my vagina or whatever it was, um, he does funny songs um, and he would do one in every episode. By like the second or third season, they kind of started whittling those down. He would get a couple a season and then by the last season, they were just done. But um, Seth Rogen was a reoccurring character uh, who I like. I'm a big Seth Rogen fan. Uh, do you like those guys? The Seth Rogen. Uh, Fucking uh, DeFranco's, those... Uh... Yeah, Jonah, Jonah Hill. That yeah, click. do you like yeah. that clue? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Actually, there was a movie today uh, on today uh, with, uh, I think it was one of Jonah Hill's first movies, the one with Justin Long, where they open a college.
0: Oh. uh oh, Undeclared.
1: <sighs> yeah, I forgot all Ask about me. it,
0: but it was... On- Ask me about my wiener.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. That's a great film. Oh, fucking Louis Black. (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, yeah, that's great. Um, I saw him, I guess, first in Freaks and Geeks was where I first caught that crew.
2: Oh, yeah, the Jason (laughs) Segel, Craig Robinson.
0: Have you ever watched it? It's only one season.
1: Yeah,
2: I've seen it.
0: Genius, genius. And the next crew, the young kids, all turned out to be hilarious. Uh, The the guy from Waiting who never gets to speak. uh, The Asian kid from Not Another Teen Movie that's not Asian uh and ah, damn it with the thick glasses i think he's on um oh the guy from uh silicon valley Valley. yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. have you ever watched that silicon valley i heard it's good yeah
1: i mean i've seen it a couple times but yeah those other two i have no idea who you're talking about
0: okay so if you think freaks and geeks there was the three young kids the 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 younger brother and his two friends Yep. Well, the main character, brother, I can't think of his name of the actor, but that's the guy from waiting, whose first day it is, who never gets to speak.
1: That's right. Yep. yep.
0: yep. And the oh, yeah. little fat kid whose dad was a dentist that bought him all the stuff, that guy is the wannabe Asian in not another teen movie.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Okay.
0: i don't think i've seen that oh great parody film great parody film it's not a scary movie 900 it's more like the original scary movies or airplane it's a it's a good good if you like that teen high school nerd gets the guy movie it's brilliant brilliant and uh the main chick is super hot
1: uh damn it it,
0: wasn't it jake I can't think of her Jamie I the
1: poster for it, wasn't it? Jamie? it wasn't Jamie Presley. No, that's scary. Man. No,
0: she's in it though. She's in it. She uh she plays the slutty sister that is on the cheerleader uh, This
1: but. was about the same time as Marilyn Manson's tainted love cover.
0: It's from the soundtrack.
2: <laughs> yes, that's yeah.
0: The girl oh, yeah, 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 Okay. Yeah. The girl in the hot tub with him is the lead actress from the movie. Uh okay. I can't think of her name to save my life, but she was also on that eighty show, a bad spinoff from the seventies show. <laughs> I, again I
2: for that 80 yeah, show. Yeah, it's
0: Bam. It's banned.
2: People are hyped oh. for it. Uh,
0: you know, also, do you know who else was on that eighty show?
1: Yeah.
0: Mr. Dennis from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That was his first gig. Oh,
1: yeah. Really?
0: He's actually the main character of the show.
1: I want to back out. I'm going to get back
0: I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. Terry, pull it up. Pull it up. Uh, you know what? I'll do it on my phone. We've had such technical difficulties. I'm gonna. I'm gonna prove it. Yeah. 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 Dennis Reynolds uh, was on that '80 show. You just hang on, Terry. Uh, give me a moment. Uh, drum roll, please. Uh, while while we do this, are you excited about your five to drive? Yes, I'm very excited. About are you it. nervous? Are you know I mean, like because you know I'm, you know four of them are wrote down, but the fifth one is the one that's gonna throw you.
1: The one that's my top five is the only one I'm nervous about, but the driver five is the one thing that I'm not nervous about being on the. Podcast.
0: Nice, uh, nice, nice. Because I've had
1: ten episodes or nine episodes at this point to think about it. Okay. So my, I, uh, Glenn Howerton. Husband.
0: Glenn Howerton is the name, by the way. Glenn Howerton, the man who plays Dennis Reynolds. We're pulling up his IMDb. By the way, have you seen his new show, AP Bio? No,
1: not, I've seen the trailer for it, but I. It's
0: good. It. It's good. It is. It is very good.
1: Hopefully uh, it won't
0: play The Mick and get candy. Ah, damn it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The Mick was brilliant. The Mick. Dude, it was Uncle Buck featuring D from Sonny. D, D Reynolds. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. I want brilliant. the
1: best for those guys. That, that, the, the Always Sunny crew is my favorite TV uh, sitcom
0: favorite. I love them. I, I love it. I, okay, The League was the follow-up to It's Always Sunny. They they this little show to follow their big show so people would watch it and that's exactly what i did that's exactly how i found it, I it. yeah oh, oh 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 um i'm terry terry's our judge i've got i've got a judge we're calling in the judge can it, um, i can show it to you but terry we are on filmography mm-hmm. for mr glenn howerton what does that say right there what is it
2: uh, that eighty show oh he was okay
0: that eighty show can you see it oh are you showing me no yeah. i'm sorry up on my ipad that's okay oh, oh you're pulling it up then i'll let you prove yourself wrong you're good <laughs> yep. oh, yeah, there he
1: is. Yep, sure.
0: uh dude i'm a yeah. trivia dude i i'm bobby hill i know all tv and pop culture and weird things it's the bobby hill in me
1: <laughs> we so. should all have a little bobby hill in us
0: i know i know i know well, you know what? Let's let's not make you wait anymore. Let's let's do it. Let's uh, let's get towards it. Have you had fun time? Has it been worth it? Have you enjoyed it? I know we had technical difficulties. We've kept you up here. We've put you through hell. Has it been worth it?
1: Oh, 100% absolutely. I'm so appreciative to be on the show and you guys taking the effort to make sure I can be on the show. It means the world to me. I I've reached the level of comedy that I wanted to be at.
0: Oh, how sweet. They say never meet your heroes, and look, I did not disappoint.
2: Well, no, you did not at all. We should definitely do a sequel if we can ever get them in person. Yes, sure. yes.
0: We Go are ahead. We extending an open invitation to you. We only give them to a few people. You also, are welcome anytime you can. We're working on hopefully having live call-in, so we'll work on that. Mm-hmm. You are welcome to put your ass in this chair anytime you are in this area. We will open. So
1: Cam Donnelly. That's it. Yeah, that's that's so far.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and we haven't. You haven't got a chance. This is being recorded before we've released the new one. Um, I think you're really going to enjoy it. Um, last week we had Vinny Vineyard, um, a, a wrestler funk fan who's running for governor of Tennessee. So one of our best episodes. It was great. You'll you'll love it.
1: All right, I can't wait.
0: So, uh, <coughs> what? Uh, <coughs> hang on, <coughs> Will. <laughs> we'll
2: edit
0: edit edit this out
2: there's already enough editing it's fine at this point
0: (laughs) we'll fix it in post or we'll give away the magic this one's gonna take another two weeks i don't care (laughs) it's okay so anyway what uh what do you think's coming give me one guess of what you think's coming for your top five
1: donor rock bands
0: okay not bad not not bad. You you are obviously a fan of the stoner rock genre as well. Yeah. You like my clutch there. That's a big fan. Um, when Terry yeah. asked me what to play, I was like, clutch. Just fucking clutch. I trust you. You are not far off, but uh, we're going to go more specific. Okay. <clears throat> as you know, I try to make these personal and fun and entertaining. And yeah. you and I do share a bond on something other than just comedy. Yeah. And that is? beards correct okay and beards in comedy are quite rare and people always give us that stare I'm sure you get it too you do comedy you look like a comedian um, I work a lot of it into my act you know that I look like uh, again what would happen if Hogwarts had an auto shop teacher or I look more yeah. like an Almond Brothers roadie you know so I, I play on it a lot I know but I like that. there are great beards in rock and roll and they're historic beards and unsung beards and that's what I want. Your top five beards of rock and roll. Of rock and roll? Yeah, uh, you can throw in like country something, you know, like. But uh, you know, so we want to stick. If you want to throw in a Hank Williams Jr. or some shit, I'd I'd accept that as a a technicality. But uh, yeah, your top five beards of rock and roll.
1: Well, the first two obviously have to go to ZZ Top.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. I almost didn't put them on my list.
1: Well, I can't think of that many, though. That's the thing. Oh,
0: there's a ton. Uh, there's a ton.
1: Troy Sanders from Macedon. Good choice. So more, of a, more of a goatee. Than it's a still Mr. a beard.
0: All facial hair is valid.
1: Um. Oh, it's all facial hair is valid. All facial
0: sure. hair is valid. Yep.
1: Oh, well, then I'm going to take, uh, I, know, I know I'm going to mess his last name up. And uh, again. John Baisley from Baroness.
0: Uh, okay, okay, good. Again, Stone or Rock would uh, definitely encapsulate a good chunk of this. But remember, in the bearding community and at beard competitions, length is not everything. It's size, shape, how it fits you, color, texture, the works. It's the beard as a whole, not how much hole is there. So, yeah, anything. Richie Blackmore's little pirate thing is on the table. It's your favorite top five quote-unquote, beards. We'll say facial hair. Your top five facial hairs of rock and roll. If that makes it easier.
1: Because
0: um, that's how I consider it in my head, but you may not hear that when I say beards. I'm
1: going to go with the dude from the darkness.
0: Excellent choice.
1: The front man, because he's got that weird, uh, I don't want to call it a Fu Manchu, but it's like a mustache, soul patch combo. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, that's actually, if I'm not mistaken, it's a uh, what's called a privateer.
1: Um, man,
0: this one. so we got ZZ Top. That's yeah, two. Yeah. Uh, um, you can. I, I, I eventually gave them one slot, but I, I was almost not going to put them on my list. So I'll give them to you two slots. You've got the guy from Baroness, and you've got, got the guy from tr- the darkness.
1: I knew I had a feeling that beards were going to be a thing.
0: Yeah, so you got one more.
1: Hmm, I'm gonna go with mine. Can I do
0: that? That is a great answer. Yes. I, uh,
1: comedic rap duo you
0: can because here's why anytime anybody asks me for my top five all time favorite comedians I always say Greg Giraldo George Carlin Chad Daniels Andy Kaufman and myself sure because if you don't like you why the fuck do you want me to
1: what's the point yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) but uh yeah uh, that's good
1: I thought that was that was the other one I thought was gonna be the top five which what uh, the top five comedians.
0: Yeah, no, it's too easy. I don't want to do that. I haven't done that to anybody.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: I haven't done it to anybody. Mine were pretty good. I went with uh, Zach Wild. I'm a huge... Uh, I love I Zach, Zach Wild. Wild. Yeah, it's it's a good one. You uh, haven't put a
1: nice good picture of Zach Wild outside the store.
0: <laughs> one of the things like,
1: that's is... That's why if, if anybody from corporate says you need to cut your beard off, I'd be like, well, then you need to take that Zach Wild picture there,
0: Yeah, yeah. So again you get put on the spot yeah you see this is what we wanted I love this this is the guy who goes I'm going on this game show I'm going to be ready I'm not going to fuck it up and then they go what's your name oh oh it's oh, how did it tell me my name I can't remember you, you freeze up so that's good I got you but uh, Zach Wilde number one for me Neil Fallon from Clutch uh, great one uh, a huge bearding influence on me because I'm a huge fan of the Friendly Chops lemmy
1: oh yeah
0: yeah i mean so many people call it the lemmy and don't realize that it has a name friendly mutton chops so uh uh lemmy right away um big one for me steve cropper all of the blues brothers era uh if you look my hit my style is a direct rip off of Steve Cropper from the Ray Charles scene right there denim shirt pair of jeans sunglasses hair slicked back little balding so that's Steve Cropper is a big one for me
1: yeah, uh,
0: like and then i i gave the final slot to ZZ as a just a respect it's like cuz their their beards are amazing but they're they wouldn't do well in competition outside of their fame uh, but I respect the hell out of their beard. I Love their band. Huge icons. It's like saying top five wrestlers. You may not like Hulk Hogan, but b- by God, you got to put that on there. You know. Uh, I would put it on mine. Uh, well, I think like f- if you put like top five, like most famous or something of that nature, he wouldn't be on most my favorite. favorite. Yeah. Um. So, but he's the the ZZ Top beards respect. Um, I did have an honorable mention. I told you I hate the Grateful Dead. But yeah. I had an honorable mention for Bob Weir. I love old man Bob Weir with his beard stash.
1: Yeah. Fucking
0: oh, he looks so good. That's such a cool style. I love it.
1: I want to change mine. I want to put Zach Wilde as number one as well.
0: Okay, I'll accept that. I'll accept that.
1: i accept because I completely forgot about it and I walk by it every day.
0: I keep hoping that we'll do a musical roast where I can play Zach Wilde on one of our character roasts. That'd uh, be fun. Yeah, or Rick Rubin. I've been hoping to do one of the two
2: good,
1: you know,
0: yeah as a oh fuck yeah should have thought of that one myself i feel like I, an asshole for forgetting rick rubin at that moment
3: <laughs>
1: all right, Rick's gonna be my number two and then you can pick whoever you want for honorable mention you
0: know what you can have them all it's it you right. you're such a, a special vip today i'll give you a top seven <laughs> I'll give you, you a top made, seven.
1: Hey, you've made my you have made my dogs go. Oh, no, nice. I'm I'm oh,
0: he looks happy. He looks happy. So you know where this goes from here. Your four yeah. horsemen. What are they? What three living celebrities do you would you like to sit down and have your own posse with for one night?
1: I've thought a lot. This is the one I've thought a lot. I thought about the most, and I'm. This is the final one after ten or twenty different versions.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Zach Galifianakis.
0: Great choice. Uh,
1: mostly because I, because of the beard um, and the way I do comedy, I've been called that. So I'd like to talk to I can the see person that. that I'm compared to.
0: I can see that. Just uh, true.
1: The second one is my favorite one, Guy Fieri.
0: Okay, good choice. Good choice. Uh, did you you obviously saw the Shane Torres bit about Guy Fieri?
1: Yes, I loved it. Brilliant. He nailed exactly how
0: I would feel. Brilliant. Y'all well, like looks, Anthony Bourdain. He looks like somebody to be mean to dogs. I
1: mean, I love, I love Bourdain too, but...
0: I do too, and rest in peace, but it it's such a funny bit. And that's, that's my philosophy. Funny trumps everything. Whatever yeah. card you're going to play, funny trumps it. Now, shitty joke... Doesn't trump it, man. You, it's got to be funny. Anything you're gonna say. So if Gaffy Fier- or if Shane Torres goes out tomorrow and does that same joke, and I hope he does, and I hope he doesn't change one line. I hope he goes. But y'all loved. I hope he changes it to loved, past tense. Y'all loved Anthony Bourdain, and he looks like somebody be mean to dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I, that was one of the funniest bits I'd ever heard. Uh, he and he nailed it. So good choice. Good choice. Excellent. I I would. I would want to be at this dinner so far. So, all right, last one. Uh, a alert!
1: A little spoiler alert. That uh, choice could be the answer to another question. And I like
0: then it. the third
1: one, Triple H.
0: Okay, okay. Triple H, H is cool. I want to sit down with
1: Triple H, and I, I want to tell him to somehow get rid of McMahon completely because Triple H is obviously doing great things for wrestling uh, with NXT and getting all these indie stars in there. Uh, I do think if uh, Triple H took over, I highly doubt, and I kind of don't want it to happen, but Triple H might be the reason why Kenny Omega comes over and the New Bucks and all that, or the Young Bucks and all that. Um, But Vince McMahon (laughs) did not do well with AJ Styles, or, well, right now he's doing well, but... Yeah, uh, he's the poster boy for the wrestling game. Balor, or any of those guys. But Triple H loves the indie wrestlers, and I want to have a conversation with him about that.
0: Good choice, and also a good choice of mine, also rocks the Friendly Chops, frequently known as the Limmy. Yeah. Triple H rocked that for a long time, and it was beautiful. He yeah, would, I, I would day actually day. put that in one of my top five beards of wrestling <laughs> if I had to. Yeah, if oh, I did it. I,
1: my number one would be Daniel Bryan, only because I get called Daniel Bryan all the
0: time. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm not a huge Solid. fan. Daniel Bryan wouldn't be number one for me. Uh, I would say, again, to, to uh, number one would be Hillbilly Jim.
1: oh yeah see yeah for sure i forget about those older wrestlers i'm only thinking about who's on tv right now
0: yeah 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 well that's my area i don't watch tv anymore i don't do watch wrestling at all i keep up through you guys on the talk about it on facebook from time to time in my friend list but i don't i don't keep up with it at all um so it does nothing for me although i did hear the new um They're doing a Fire Pro Wrestling video game, which is an old school title coming back, and they got New Japan and Kenny Omega is going to be available. And so, really, yeah, yeah. So there is an upcoming wrestling game that will have Kenny Omega in it for any fans out there.
1: If I was a gamer, I'd be excited for that. Um, I'm a, I'm a. wrestling
0: fan yeah i i like wrestling games but so i'm more excited about it because i'm a casual gamer i like a game like that where i can come home from work put the kids to bed kick my shoes off smoke a joint play some games for a couple hours till my brain unwinds so i'm cool yeah. with that i'm cool with that and wrestling games are great for that so i'm excited so you know again where we go from here where you uh where do you spend your time with your guilty pleasures what's your what's your secret no one knows
1: uh <laughs>
0: and they're gonna know now
1: uh, it's Crying.
0: Crying, okay.
1: Crying is my guilty pleasure. Nice. On my lunch break, I uh, I like to watch, and you have brought this up too with the, the cheesy stuff. I like watching uh, like uh, happy golden buzzers on Got Talent shows. Me and you get to see the parents reacting to their their child, getting to enjoy this moment, and just as soon as it happens, just
0: tears. It's oh, an
1: hour-long cry sesh, and I go back to work, and I feel
0: i love it me too me too did you see the uh deaf ukulele player
1: yes Ah. i actually that one two days ago that's
0: what i got me it got me oh and what's the one the uh the comedian with the talk box uh
1: i i I couldn't i honestly couldn't get through that one
0: um i i
1: not because he was bad. I just I couldn't do it. It's it's was, it's
0: a taste thing, but he he had heart of gold. He was funny and I I couldn't have been happier. I was like way to go and I got bald and I but I knew I would. Uh
1: but like uh like I love watching soldiers surprising their family <sighs> when they come back. Yeah. Or uh, that's probably that's mostly cuz me being from a, a military brat.
0: Oh okay. See, I don't have that, but I'm just a wiener, and so well, I try anything.
1: About my mom, and yeah. then, um, uh, or the two thing, the, the other two, the two that I'll never do in my life again, or one again, one not going to do it, but I love pregnancy announcements. Okay. When, like, they, they surprise their parents, like, oh, you're a grandparent. Those get me every time. Yeah. And then proposal videos.
0: Okay, okay. Love those. Me too. I had to make a big deal out of my proposal to Lindsay and be a big m- mushy. We didn't film it, but it, I had to do the whole thing. So that's what. Uh, what... I got
1: proposed to via text.
0: Okay. Okay. She,
1: she texted me while I was at work. She's like, you want to get married? And I was like, yeah, sure. And we have been dating for maybe four months. Okay. But we've been together now for seven years. Oh, damn, seven years. Yeah, seven years.
0: Nice. Well nice. So we're seven.
1: We didn't make it a year. We're okay. still
0: legally married, but well, I, we, Lindsay and I were separated for about a year. We've been together fifteen years, you know, fifteen years, three kids, almost divorce. A lot of shit. At this point it's like I'm too lazy and cheap to go anywhere else. So we should figure it out. At this point yeah. No, I, I love my wife. I love being married. Um it is it is great, but uh it's uh, it's one of those things where I'm a softie, and I love those big gestures. And so when we got engaged, I had to make a big gesture out of it. Um, there's a song. I can't even think of what it's a country song. Oh, uh, Brad Paisley. Is it Brad Paisley? No, anyway. Um, uh, called My Last Name. Uh, yeah. You know the song I'm talking about? Is it Brad Paisley? No, I don't. But Anyway, it's this big thing about um, – it's this sweet um, – all I've got to, you know, uh, it's all I have. My dad passed it down to me. His, my grandfather passed it to him. And it's this whole little story. It went off to German, Germany to fight the war and, and, and come back on some dog tags nobody wears anymore. So the song is an emotional ride on its own. Yeah. And so I, I got the idea from there. And so what I did was I took um, my last name, printed it out, cut it out, and put it in a jewelry box. And so, Lindsay and I were going out on this date. We had um, been eating some acid the night before. And uh, we, <laughs> we were going out to a play because her mom had got us tickets to a Little Shop of Horrors for uh, Christmas. And so, we were actually getting to be like, this was before kids, obviously, but we were getting to be real people. Go out on a date. Go to the play. And we had dinner at a fancy restaurant. We went to P.F. Chang's, you know. And nice. so... Again, we had uh, ate a bunch of acid and trip balls the night before, and so we were waking up just kind of shaking the trippy head off and getting ready, and we were about to walk out the door, and I had the engagement ring in my pocket. And so I was like, hey, which is amazing, I made it through an entire night of tripping knowing I had an engagement ring in my pocket and a surprise plan the next day and did not even remotely let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. now anybody who's ever taken psychedelics with another person also taking psychedelics will tell you you can read each other's minds and it takes Batman <laughs> level of prowess to keep that secret all night long while tripping balls and for the record I think it was her first time tripping balls
1: so, when, I was, when I was doing all that there was always a saying that I learned it was uh, tripping kids find each other yes you may not know who they are. They're a complete stranger, but you're at a show or a whatever, oh, yes. and then you run into them because, like, magnets. We're both just out of our fucking minds. Here we are.
0: Remind me to include a story for us next time because that's going to have to wait. But to finish this and you move on, um, I had kept the secret all night. I get up. I have the name printed in a box, about a bracelet box, have ring in pocket, and I said, hey, before we go out, I've got something I want to give you. And I pulled the whole spiel. I didn't directly rip off the song, just the idea, hey, you know, this is this meant a lot to me. My grandpa gave it to my dad, and and he gave it to me. And, he and, you know, it's something's passed down from generation to generation, and I want you to have it. She opens it, and in the box, just as a piece of paper, this is Adams. By the time she has time to think about it, I'm on the knee, got the ring. She looks up. It all clicks. Boom.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, you would have had me. You would have gotten me right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah, that.
0: Yeah, I have to say it was brilliant. I'm, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to, to admit it. I was very proud of it. I totally ripped off the idea. Give 100% credit from a country song, <laughs> but uh, I put it into a. Uh, we'll say I put it into interpretive dance.
2: Sure.
0: Good. So. And that song is by Dirk Bentley. Dirk Bentley. Yes. That's the one. <laughs> Who is a good country artist? I like him. He does a lot of old school outlaw vibe stuff. I like it. So anyway, that is a wonderful guilty pleasure. I'm going to say probably my favorite thus far because I share it so well. So again, the Nikki six to the Tommy Lee. Here we are the pair. I I think so. I, I, I love it. I love it. Great choice. So. You know where we where we're heading. We're doing uh, yeah. we're doing the roller coaster. So again, yep. I know you can be uh, uh, an up and down guy like myself. But uh, yep. what legacy do you want to leave, man? You got no kids, but you got to leave it to the world. What uh, what do you want on your tombstone when you're gone?
1: Um, I uh, real quick before I say that. Yeah. I don't want to be buried. I want to be shot in space. Cool. I want my body shot in space unless I can get my consciousness uploaded into a robot
0: okay so but, here we go let but, me edit it then I'll, I'll give you an edit so what do you want carved into the aluminum of the capsule you're launched into space on
1: my name's Kurt I'll see y'all later
0: It's good it's good it's precise it's, uh, it's non-committal
1: well yeah if that's how I end my sets that's the name of my autobiography if I was ever to write one probably a comedy album if good. I ever have okay. it. yeah no I'll see y'all
0: later I like it it's personal I like it good choice good choice again points uh, no, I'm
1: not very uh, I don't get very uh, deep like I don't I don't really have anything it's just like alright otherwise it would be uh, fuck you roll tide
0: fuck you roll tide <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll tell you what we'll put that in parentheses <laughs> so we'll, oh. we'll write Keller, I'll see y'all later and in parentheses we'll put fuck y'all roll tide is that fair was that what you want yeah. So let's uh let's end on a good note. This five to drive, these five questions to drive this episode home. This is the nail, the final. Yep. Where's your happy place, man? Where do you like to be when you got nothing else to do and you just want to smile for a while?
1: My happy place. I can not only tell you what it is, I can show you what it is. It's this.
0: Hang on. Uh, Hang on. I- Another first in deadbeat radio history, the first, you, you guys listening don't get it, but I'm watching <laughs> on the computer, so I'm getting to see in his home, curled up on his couch. Let me paint the picture. I see this beautiful, majestic pirate on, on his buoy of a couch with his first mates curled up on a tarp with the wind blowing behind them. I hope the fan's on. That makes it funnier. If not, but there's a fan in the back. Now it wouldn't be messed up. Uh uh in the the place we call home. And that's a great one. Again, I share a very similar a happy place. So that is a fantastic happy place, man.
1: Yeah, that just sitting on the couch with the dogs, watching food. So is that
0: course. a painting? I just see again a painting on the wall of a dog. Is that your dog? Is that uh, is that a metaphor for your dogs there? Did, that yeah. Yeah, that uh
1: I drew that. You did that? Yeah, that's uh the the big white one's the dog, sitting next to me, and the other one's my ex-wife's dog. Not anymore.
0: Again, note for the next time: dog painting art has to come into conversation.
1: I have a ton of art I can show you. Nice. Gonna-
0: well, I do want to know about that, and again, we are definitely going to put that on our to be continued because my wife's an artist, and that would be awesome to f- to find out that somebody again that I love and care for does some painting. So that's awesome. Kurt, yeah. man. Mayor- I I hope you've had fun I hope it's been everything you wanted it to be again I feel like Gene Simmons pulling a fan you know to sing Detroit Rock City for a minute out on stage and uh, I feel like I've I've made something for you because you've been such a supporter and we have to give you credit you have been vocal from the beginning of how much you enjoy it and feedback on the episodes and and it made me feel um, valid in being here and so um, I am beyond happy to give this to you Um, somebody who wanted to be on it and and that is that's awesome and i i do truly love you um and i i am happy to say you are my deadbeat brother and i hope you were happy to have been our guest today
1: i i am beyond happy to be your guest and beyond happy to say the same about you as far as deadbeat brothers go this has been a blast and i really really appreciate you guys taking the time to make this happen for me I do love, I love a lot of podcasts, but this is probably in my top three, if not (sighs) favorite.
0: I love lists. And so to make (laughs) somebody's, I guess, you know what? That's my goal in comedy. So when people say my top five comedians or something of the nature, I want to be on somebody's list. I like that. I think that's my goal in comedy. Um, Absolutely. And I think that's why I do it. Again, you know, I always close the show by, by thanking the fans and thanking Terry for being here. I couldn't do it without him. Um, I thank my lovely guests, and I thank my my listeners. I joke about who's out there, but if you are, thanks. I couldn't be here without you. Um, I, I have a motto on stage as a comic that uh, I live by, and it applies here, too, and that is, a crowd without a comic is still a crowd. A comic without a crowd is just a narcissistic asshole with a microphone. Yep. <laughs> and so we will catch you guys later thank you for being here I'm Lance Adams host of Deadbeat Radio uh, this has been <laughs> Kurt Keller <laughs> oh, yeah. thank you guys so <laughs> hold for the music we'll uh think about. So tell me, when you took the
3: practice scholastic aptitude test, did you know the answer? did you guess?